Welcome to Doing Time with y'all. I'm your host, Joe Baker, back with another episode for y'all. I want to share with y'all something that happened not too long ago. I'm not going to tell you uh, what prison it was in. I'm not going to even mention the names of the individuals, but I am going to detail the story out as much as I can because I want you to really understand how dark it gets in here mentally for people uh, in all things that they do. Now, this story is about a guy that had bleach thrown in his face and was stabbed a couple of times in the neck. The other guy was actually trying to kill him, right? Now, what I want to make sure that you understand is not to focus on what happened so much as why it happened. Because like all of you know, the ones that have been listening to my podcast and my son on his uh, YouTube page, I am about personal responsibility. I, I don't let people off the hook that run the system, but I'm not focusing on them more than I'm focusing on myself or the individuals around me, okay? So let me break this story down. This is what happened, right? This is what happened, not what, this is the version that uh, the administration may or may not have, I don't know, but this is what really went on with all of these stories from what I understand, okay? You know, that uh, the penitentiary gossip, as we say, you know what I'm saying? 1-800-CONVICT, whatever you want to call it, you feel me? So this is what happened. You had this one guy, right, the aggressor, right? This one guy, he has a very, very bad addiction problem, right? But he worked in a place where he was able to access the drugs, you know what I'm saying, that he needed, the morphine and stuff like that that he, that he thought he needed anyway. Let's say it like that, right? So anyway, he worked with this other guy, and the other guy was in cahoots with him up to an extent, but not as much as people uh, would might want to think, right? They were cool at one time. Let's say it like that, right? But they worked in the same location. Now, the one guy gets caught up several different times and failing piss tests after piss tests after piss tests, right? But for whatever reason, and y'all know what it is, for whatever reason, he was always able to walk away from that. He was never held to account, right? by himself. I'm not, again, don't get it twisted. I don't dump on the administration. That's not what this is about. This is about personal responsibility. So whether they provide the help that you need or not, you need to seek it out for yourself and check yourself. I always do moral inventory, spiritual inventory, all of those things, right? So anyway, this guy failed multiple piss tests, right, with, with this addiction and never really asked for help as far as I know, right? So the other guy, he ends up, for whatever reason, getting caught up in a situation with the, the aggressor one day, and they lock the person up. You know what I'm saying? The one person that ended up being a victim in this, he gets put in the hole, right? And nobody knows why he really got put in the hole. There's a lot of rumors floating around about that, but nobody could really nail down why he got put in the hole. But while he was in the hole, he was talking to the people that passed by. Like when he goes out to the wreck pen, People that pass by going up and down the sidewalk, he would yell out at them, I'm going to kick such and such butt. I'm going to do such and such to this, this, and that. He a coward. He a snitch. He told on me. Blah, 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 blah. All of this whole kind of rhetoric, right? He's telling all of this, yelling all of this stuff out, getting all of this stuff around the compound. He's not realizing that the individual that he's talking about, look here, man, is a killer. This man is a killer. And his mind doesn't work the same way. Not because he's a killer and got multiple bodies but because this individual has a drug problem and he's not thinking and seeing things straight he's using these drugs to numb himself from all the realities that he had created for himself in his life okay so he's not thinking straight so when he hears this rhetoric about somebody doing something to him he goes on the defense he's not thinking fight he's thinking kill 
right? So anyway, the one guy gets out of the hole, right? The the victim, the eventual victim in this in this story. He gets out of the hole. Weeks go by, a couple of weeks go by, so on and so forth. And all of a sudden, the one guy that ended up becoming the aggressor, they pull him over and tell him they're going to ship him to another institution. Now, he's saying to himself and other people, he don't know why he's getting shipped, what's going on, why is this happening to me now? This man had been here, uh, from what I understand, close to a decade. And now he's in his comfort zone. And this other guy has supposedly told the administration things about him to get him shipped, saying that he was getting drugs in this location or that location. They never could catch him, as far as I understand, but they had he had felt some piss there, so it was some truth to it, I assume, that they thought. So anyway, they attempt to reclass this guy. He denied, he, he refused to sign the papers the first time, but then they gave him a full board reclass, and they, whether you sign it or not, you're getting shipped on that one, right? So here's what happened, y'all. Now check this out. Now stay with me. The morning that this guy is getting transferred, right? He comes up with a bottle of bleach, a cup of bleach. Let's say that. He sneaks into the other person's cell while he's laying in the bed sleep. Snoring, y'all. Z's coming out of his mouth. Not thinking about nothing. Done. Put all of this old, I'm going to whoop this person's butt out into the universe, but he's sleep. He ain't thinking about dude. Dude get in the cell, throw the bleach on him. From what I understand, suck the wind out of his mouth. And he started hitting him around his neck. The knife broke. It's the only reason he's still here. The knife broke. His eyes are burning from the bleach, so on and so forth. So the guy walks out of the cell calmly, pushes the door up, walks back to his cell. Now, a few minutes later, medical code gets called. Nurses come up there. They take the guy to the hospital, clean him up, get the stuff out of his eyes, bring him back. The other guy, in the meantime, in between time, they tell him, pack your stuff up. You're going to another prison. So it looks like the guy that got the bleach thrown in his face didn't say anything. (laughs) We don't know whether he did or didn't. But at the end of the day, when they get the other guy down to uh, put him on the bus, they freeze the bus up. The bus is waiting down there for over an hour, they say, trying to decide what to do with him because they know he had done this. It had come out. He had done it. He's tried to kill somebody and just walk away from him. Right? Now, this is what I want to get into. What is it that each individual brought to that situation. See, this is what we don't do. We focus on the behavior as opposed to the hurt that both of these individuals have suffered in their life, right? That brought them to that point to where they think that the behavior that they both exhibited in different ways is the right way to conduct themselves. We need to focus on that. Look past the behavior sometime, y'all. I know we get caught up in the headlines and the and all of this and that. Man gets bleach thrown in his face and gets stabbed in the neck. We look at that. Oh, no, we can't tolerate that. We got to punish the person that did it. We got to do this and do that. But what I say to you is the reason that that happened is because somebody, both of them, in my opinion, was suffering some kind of hurt. Because let's look at all the things that led up to that. We got one guy that's got a drug addiction. 
trying to numb himself from the responsibility that he brought on himself, that brought him to prison and whatever else happened to him in his life. We got another person that feels like it is okay to run around and do things that are destructive and hurt the other person with the stories that he tells. What hurt did he go through that that became a coping mechanism for him? What hurt did these individuals go through? And I know, I know, I know a lot of y'all will say, look, we don't have time to be worrying about what trauma they suffered. What we got to do is respond to the behavior that they're exhibiting because we don't want these type of individuals out in our neighborhoods doing things to people to hurt them. Who cares what trauma that they went through that brought them to that point? We don't want to hear that. We want these people locked up. What I say to you is that the trauma that nobody's trying to face and deal with is the reason they keep doing this. You get the hurt. You get the, 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 the emotional, psychological response. You get the behavior, and then you get the consequence. And that's what's going on with this particular story. We have to start focusing on what's going on behind the curtain as, a, as opposed to the, to the salacious headline. Because that's what's going, that's what it's going to take to stop this stuff from happening. These two individuals, both in the penitentiary and still trying to hurt each other. What is going on? They have not addressed the, the issues that make them think that this is okay behavior. But we want to get caught up in the headlines. We want to get caught up in all that. Well, lock them up, do this, do that. I'm not saying you shouldn't. You got to do something with them. I don't want some, a person running around throwing bleach in people's face no more than the next man. You feel me? He could have thrown that in my face. But I do also want that person to get help. Got to get that. I want that person to get help. Should they be locked up? Absolutely. But that's just half of the equation. You got to do more to help people in prison deal with the traumas that make them believe that the destructive, negative behavior is the type of behavior that is okay. We got to do better, people. Got to do better. I just wanted to break that down for y'all, share that story with you, because just give you something to think about. I know I didn't spend a lot of time talking about the incident because I don't want you to focus on the incident. I want you to focus on what brought them to that time, brought them to that point. You feel what I'm saying? That's what I want you to focus on. Okay. With that, I'm going to wrap this up. This has been another episode of Doing Time with Joe, the uh, crime critic. I say peace, y'all. <laughs>